0: And I thought like my salad was here, my salad was delivered, <laughs> and the person on the other end is like Justin, and I'm like yes, <laughs> and she's like, my name's Michelle, I have oh, no. your salad. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: like, oh, no. What?
0: <laughs> Why do you have my salad? And she like she they gave when she picked up hers, they uh, gave her the wrong order. Uh, and luckily, I eat like weird salads, so like it's like <laughs> covered in banana peppers, and she's like, "I do not eat this."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So did she like drop it off, or did you go find her? Or yeah,
0: she lives a block away. So. Oh, okay, that's just... really close then. Yeah, I met up, and she gave me my salad. And then, I, and then while I was watching the episode eating my salad, I got a phone call, and they were like, "Hey, here with your order." Uh, And I'm like, I don't think you are.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you need to get in touch with this girl over. (laughs) Yes,
0: please go down the street. (laughs) Well,
2: that's good. I'm proud of you for dealing with an awkward situation. Instead of just being (laughs) like, throw out out the salad. I don't need it. Bye.
0: (laughs) I don't know if Bethany would have eaten it. Bethany would have been like, there's angel dust in this.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to Threat Level Podcast. I am Jamie, and I am here with Justin today. Hello! And it's just the two of us, and so it's going to be a very intimate episode.
0: Intimate... Intimate <laughs> details. Yes,
2: very intimate details. Um, and the first intimate detail that I want to talk about is the idea <laughs> of, of nicknames. So at a point in this episode, Pam, in her newfound confidence, and... Uh, being so straightforward with people, says that she doesn't want to be called Pammy, Mm -hmm. even though I'm pretty sure no one besides herself has called her Pammy. (laughs) So I was wondering, is there a nickname growing up that people still call you that either you hate or that you still really appreciate?
0: I am not fond of Just. (laughs) um Okay. I realize that it's just like easier, I guess, but yeah. it sounds weird to me. Yeah, um, and that's like pretty much all that my mom calls me. Yeah, uh, Bethany calls me that sometimes too. But yeah, I'm, like I, 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 understand the tendency to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it doesn't make me mad. Yeah, it's
2: just, I feel like I've definitely like in a, in messages called you just before.
0: Yeah, uh, it, I, yeah, like it doesn't make me mad. It's just like, it just sounds weird. Yeah. Um,
2: Would you prefer? Like J Dog,
1: uh,
0: kind of like because that's like that's like campy and weird. Yeah,
1: like, yeah.
0: Or like just uh,
2: just J, maybe.
0: No, not J, because <laughs> that that's... sounds like J, like that sounds like Jason. Yeah, Jason. Which, oh man, <laughs> I don't know why everyone calls me Jason. Do they? All the time. No, like, I get I get Jason more than I get Justin whenever I meet new people
2: do you know what i get like and i think it must be me pronouncing my name awkwardly people either think i'm one jimmy or two (laughs) people sometimes think i'm i'm called jeremy and i'm like no no jeremy's weird like jimmy i can understand because maybe i'm just maybe i have a speech impediment that i've been ignorant to my entire life but like
0: (laughs) i feel like i wouldn't assume somebody's name was jimmy like if you right. said something in between Jimmy and Jamie, I would assume you said Jamie. Right. And I wouldn't, like, assume Jimmy.
2: But I think also in the States, it's not as common for guys to be called Jamie. So, like, like I've only ever met, I think, one other Jamie in my life. And mm-hmm. that's a male. And, yeah. of course, there's, like, Jamie Woodham who does podcasts and stuff, who's also American. <laughs> but, like, aside from that, typically the Jamies I meet are... Are female. So I can understand maybe that would be the reason why you would think I'm called Jimmy, but like if you're calling yourself <laughs> Jimmy, that's just kind of weird. Unless you're like yes. J- Jimmy Neutron <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> uh, uh. My cousin's name is Jimmy and I don't know if he goes by Jimmy anymore.
2: Yeah. Well, I feel like usually with those sort of like E ending things, people kind of drop those at some point because it yeah. sounds... I mean, we use it for um, like uh, there's a technical term that I can't remember, but to make things sort of cutesy, right? So like mm-hmm. endearing or yeah, cutesy. Yeah, putting e on the end. Yeah, but um, my name just happens to have an e at the end, even though people yeah, also. Yeah, it's think not I'm even James. the same kind
0: of. Yeah. Like it's not the same kind of thing though. It just ends with an e. It doesn't like. Right. It's not like cutesy.
2: All right. It's not like Mikey or. Yeah. Or Jimmy. So not just, just though. Justiny. Yes. <laughs> that is your ship name, isn't it? Bethston, as I think Madison Bestin, says. Bethston, yeah. <laughs> yes, Justin. <laughs> Justiny, Justine, I, Justiny, I can true. see definitely being like a name that someone in today's modern era would give to their child to give them like an edgy <laughs> sort of name. but like, oh no, it's not Justin, it's Justiny or something like that,
1: you know?
0: Yeah, but they would spell it Justine. <laughs> right <laughs> like of course no it'd be like yeah just j-u-s-t-i-n apostrophe <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly i don't know I, I guess i don't get nicknames often i don't mm-hmm. like being called by my last name um, yeah
2: that's a weird sort of sport it reminds me of like locker room or coach type banter
0: yeah who hey, moves um oh, i called your, <laughs> your real name yes yeah. <laughs> like Jamie. Like all added of the uh, no <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like all of uh, all of my friends in high school did that, mm. um, which was weird because like I we went to school with a lot of Justins, but yeah, I was the only one in our group of friends. Oh, so really, it was um, just kind of like, yeah,
2: n- not not necessary.
0: I'm also not a fan of Justin. I gotta say, <laughs> I <laughs> and eat, yeah boy, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that,
2: <laughs> you know, what? I I used to think the same thing. Like I used to not like like Justin. The name. Yeah, I've always hated Justin. No, I've always not liked the name Jamie for the longest time. I was like, I think it was partly like, for you, maybe it's because like a lot of people are called Justin. I don't know if that enters into it. For me, it was like no one was called Jamie, as I said, that was a guy. So it's like, okay, I need, Uh, I need like a different name here. Um, Like a manlier name. Right, a manlier name. But then once I. James Rock. (laughs) Right. Or, like, James, I guess. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but now I, I don't mind it. And I think part of it's probably, like, doing the podcast and, like, referring to myself when we, like, do intros yeah. and stuff. Because it, it makes it more normal. or I feel like on yeah. a typical day, you don't really say your name that
0: much. Right. Yeah, it is kind of helping me. Um, like, so when I am like teaching a class Mm -hmm. and so because like, I'm not like a teacher teacher and like, I I feel like I'm still going to do this when I am a teacher, but like for now I'm not. And so I can really excuse it, but like I just go by Justin in the class. Mm -hmm. And so like when they call me Justin, it feels like you could have called me Mr. Maysack because like we're in a high school and like, I'm the teacher of this class, but like Mm -hmm. it does feel better that you're calling me Justin in that, in that sense. Yeah. Um, and it does kind of change the association for it. I just feel like right. it's too like, I don't know, justice. Like, yeah, I it's it's so. a it's a real. You got to wrap your mouth around the word, I guess. <laughs>
2: no, that's understandable. Yeah, I, I should say I typically, for in in act in my classroom settings, I usually go by my first name too. Like, I'll present my mm-hmm. my entire name. Like, I'll be like, you know, you can call me Jamie. You can call me Mister Root. It's up to you. I don't really care. And. Yeah they often end up calling me either they don't use my name at all Mm -hmm. some of them do call me jamie and then like in emails it's always like dr root professor root and i'm like (laughs) okay well yeah i'm like well i'm not actually a professor in the in the titular sense so you can call me lecturer root i guess but not (laughs) not professor um but i usually like don't correct them and i'm close enough to being a doctor now it doesn't matter
0: yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't correct on the, I mean you went through the ceremony. <laughs> I did. You guys were there in yeah. full support.
2: Um yeah, so nicknames. Uh, I my family uh us, you usually calls me Jammin. Like that's jammin? A, Yeah, that's a name I've had since I was really young. Um so my grandmother uh on my father's side calls me that. Um and my like then all of my aunts and uncles on that side too do, so Jammin was something that that I hear occasionally still or is something. Is I that like
0: a like just a made up name when you were a kid? I
2: must be. I mean, it, you know, it's got the the jam to Jammin sort of mm-hmm. relation, so I can see it. Um, so that's kind of like cutesy. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, some people in high school did call me James, so I, I kind of took that as a nickname since my name actually isn't James. Right. Um, and they knew as well. It wasn't like they were just trying to be like, I'm going to use your full name. Yeah. And, um, then my mother always used to <laughs> call me, uh, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Jamiroquai. So there's that.
0: Great, <laughs> <laughs> right, Named after the, the late yeah. great Jamiroquai.
2: Jamiroquai. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the singer slash artist, music artist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say artist slash singer.
2: There you go. Artist ESV. slash singer
0: primarily an artist is he late (laughs) or is he still alive i don't know i I doubt he is late (laughs) but he is undoubtedly great yes
1: he
2: is the late and perhaps late definitely great jamiroquai (laughs) but yeah um i i don't know why i can't think of the other name people call me jamiroquai
0: is out there right now doing something like he he is like getting ready for bed
2: (laughs) (laughs) he probably is yeah I would like to know what Jamiroquai is up to these days.
0: Mm-hmm. If anyone listening to this <laughs> podcast. Yeah.
2: If you're listening, Jamiroquai, if you're the one in California <laughs> listening to us right now, you yeah. let us know what you're doing. Email us at threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com yep. and we'd love to hear from you.
0: His kids are like, I don't know what my dad does.
2: <laughs> They're like, this guy, people are suddenly knowing my dad's name, Jamiroquai.
1: <laughs> mm.
2: But yeah, that um, wraps it up for my nicknames. I've heard, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Justin is a real easy name to get nicknames from. Like, there's no. I think it's
2: just yeah. Just is the most straightforward. Nickname. Oh my
0: gosh, any kind of pun though, uh, like <laughs> just in case or just in time. <laughs> but those are great. Like you can get straight out of my house.
2: <laughs> I think they're great. Like that opens it. Like you could have had so many great. AIM names back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. They all would have been real great. Or Yahoo Messenger names.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, I (laughs) never heard that one before. Just in case. Real
2: good. Oh, it's pretty good.
0: (laughs) I do get unreasonably angry. Like when I get angry about it, it's like, okay, I could chill out. But
2: (laughs) it's just your, it's your, your switch, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's my thing. It's your thing. It's my, I'm the guy who gets mad at Just In Case.
2: <laughs> Wait, isn't there a band called Just In Case? I or guarantee just, you there's yeah. more than
0: one band about Just In Case.
2: Probably true. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. That yeah. brings us to...
0: Your second question.
2: My second question, which I could ask. Um, but I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Instead... <laughs> Let's talk about the episode.
0: You know who else says "just in Case? Who's that? Michael Scott.
2: There you go. Speaking of Michael and Scott.
0: Sp- speaking of Michael Scott.
2: <laughs> that does bring us to season three, episode 17, Cocktails. This, which is a strange name for this episode.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. Because like when I think... I did think- not know what... The yeah. episode this was until I asked, and Bethany was like, it's the one where they go to
2: the party. Right. Like, immediately I thought of the episode when they're in Chili's. Like yes. That's when, that's what I would expect. Yeah. I was like, this is not the right thing.
0: Because there are not many, like, there's not much cocktailing going on. No. Here.
2: Not really. Um, this episode, though, was originally aired on February 22nd, 2007, and did you happen to mm-hmm. look up the writer, yep. Justin? Uh,
0: Paul Lieberstein, also known ah. as Toby. Tobes. And um, directed by JJ Abrams. This is the Which one is episode the JJ Abrams directed. Weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you were you a lost uh, fan? Yes.
0: I I am still like I still like Lost is the greatest show that has ever come on TV. Like on now primetime network TV.
2: Now, I've never seen it. But I would like to know does this episode of The Office remind you
1: of
0: Lost in any way? <laughs> I wonder if like I wonder if like you were like really good at seeing these kinds of things like at what goes into like their directing style. if you'd yeah. be able to be like oh yeah this is definitely a JJ Abrams show. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know, maybe the director like maybe it's kind of the part of the job of the director to blend in yeah. the style of the show. Yeah right well it makes sense. so like yeah maybe he tried to not do that but i wouldn't even be able to tell you like
2: yeah like what, what his is main... that he does yeah
0: same yeah, i don't know anything about that oh this is a signature abrams
2: yeah thing. <laughs> that would be interesting to know i guess you know if we decide to change life courses and study film we'll be able to
0: yeah i will never do that nope me neither <laughs> <laughs> in an alternate universe like fringe
2: yeah then maybe but yeah, so Paul Lieberstein, interestingly, put himself in this pretty much not at all, <laughs> despite having written the episode. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, only in there so long enough
2: to be awkward, I think.
0: The Dunderpedia page for Paul Lieberstein says that, like, he, like, BJ Novak said that he w- he's, like, the most grim of all the writers, like, if... Um, Like, he would end, if he had his way, he would end the episode with, like, everybody dying. (laughs) Yeah. Which I thought was funny because the end of this episode ends with, I'm gonna kill Jim Halpert. Oh,
2: yeah. That's true. So not, like, a full commitment to death, but, like, a reference. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate that. A compromise. A compromise of sorts. Win, win, win. But that was, like, the part that Toby had in this, admittedly, was real awkward. Like... Yeah. uh, I'm just... (laughs) because there are times when like you know toby most of the time seems to be like a pretty sweet guy pretty low-key but then like this time you know pam offhand makes a comment about a duck and then he spends his entire evening trying to win that
0: for her he is obsessive and that's Uh, why he goes to go strangler (laughs) Strangler. yeah
2: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) he's well on his way to getting there
0: yeah. He's, 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 he's going to take out his frustrations tonight yeah. after being rejected again <laughs> on some poor woman in the park.
2: It's true. It's true. And then it continues. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um oh, Toby. Yeah. Oh, the cold open. So... Um, mm-hmm. Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Michael the magic. <laughs> uh, magic, magic. <laughs> I, I love like I don't know. It's just like it's such an innocent thing for Michael to just <laughs> to like love he magic, loves magic. magic. Yeah. He loves he loves magic camp even though the kids yeah. I mean like do they sell like straight jackets and chains at magic camp? I, Is that <laughs> where he picked all this Maybe up? Maybe not at
2: magic cap but there, camp. But there must be like I'm imagining he must have gone to like New York City because that's the closest like big area to him to like buy Mm -hmm. to go to the magic shop and that's where he got his supplies
0: you know you you know if you are buying a straight jacket and chains (laughs) surely you could buy a gimmick straight jacket with like a pocket for a key
2: instead of trying to put it in your mouth
0: yeah putting (laughs) it
2: in your mouth when he's talking and clearly his his mouth is muffled like he's like (laughs) it's getting hot yeah, No. you know what's really funny, though, is, like, the thing about this cold open is that, you know, he's trapped in the thing and then, like, thrashing about doing things with his feet, which is the best. But in the outtakes, like, there's a, in one of the, like, season outtake things somewhere, bloopers, that's what they're called, um, he actually, like, gets out of it pretty easily. <laughs> so they must have, like, had to re-tie him up and then re- re- re-do Does he, like,
0: it. he, like, did you see it? Like, did you... Mm-hmm yeah does he like laugh about it like do do they do like an improv thing at the end
2: i don't think they do an improv thing but he kind of like raises his arms like yay i'm free and everyone's sort of clapping so i think it was like (laughs) just really unexpected but i do love him like the scene of him like lying on the office his the floor of his office with like his feet closing the blinds
0: (laughs) i would freak out so bad like i would like i have a hard time even watching this scene like (laughs) It is so... That's so scary to me. Like, I... I, I Yeah. I understand... Like, I can't breathe when I do. When I think about, like, <laughs> not being able to move my arms.
2: Yeah, that's fair. No, it would be... It would be pretty horrifying. That's why, like, it's... It's weird. It's a strange concept for me. I feel like typically with, like, the magic folks, you see them, like, doing a straight jacket. It's, like, straight jacket while in water like let's yeah. hope let's hope i don't drown and i'm like this is this is my nightmare to be like yes. submerged in water and not be able to move like, yeah. i don't think so that's horrifying uh, but i it's do weird that
0: yeah go ahead it's weird that straitjackets are associated with like insane asylums mm-hmm. like do instead of magic <laughs> No, it's <laughs> instead of, like, prisons, like, prisons use uh, handcuffs, and, like, insane asylums use straight jackets, like, why not just use handcuffs in insane asylums?
2: Yeah, that's true. I don't know why you wouldn't. I guess, like, maybe it's something about, like, because you have less maneuverability in the straight jacket, you're less likely to hurt yourself trying to escape from the handcuffs, whereas, like, prisoners don't seem typically to be trying to, like, get out of them. Yeah. Because they're kind of, like, of a, they're sound enough of mind to know that it'll hurt
0: <laughs> yeah that is true so maybe that's why but I'm not I'm not sure uncomfortable it, and scary as they are they don't like cut you with metal right yeah. but like they could have like some kind of like fuzzy handcuffs <laughs> <laughs>
2: they could
0: <laughs>
2: um, that reminds me of an episode of, of Golden Girls when like the poli- police officers drop by their house to be like you know uh, to, to capture someone They're like we need handcuffs and and uh, Blanche, who's, like, I don't know if you've seen Golden Girls, but, like, she's no. supposed to be the hypersexual one, like, runs to her room and comes back with these, like, fuzzy handcuffs.
1: <laughs> um,
2: yeah. That's what it reminds me of. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the more important question I would like to know from this scenario is, and don't take offense to this, but you strike okay. me as the type who would have been interested in magic as a kid. Were oh, you. no,
0: I am interested in magic currently. Like... <laughs> no, I love magic, okay <laughs> I kind of take offense at don't take offense
2: so are you were you like the kid on the high school bus that would like bring your magic tricks to class and like or to school and like no. try to do magic
1: uh
0: well, yes <laughs> no and yes, so <laughs> You're gonna i don't... have to get, have to
2: explain that one
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like gimmicks like i don't like gimmicked Mm -hmm. props Mm -hmm. um and i pretty much just like like sleight of hand hand card tricks um that's fair and like sleight of hand coin tricks and stuff but like Mm -hmm. mostly just like like if it's if it's you doing a cool physical feat doing the magic like that's cool to me yeah if it's because like you bought a quarter that has a hole come out of the middle of it when you try to shove a pen through it like it's um, like that's less cool to me right uh but um So, there was a magic trick that got really popular on YouTube. I think it was like the most viewed video Hmm. on YouTube for a while, um, called This or That. Uh, and I learned how to do that trick pretty well. So, that like I started showing other people that, um, and hoping that they hadn't seen it on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and there was another one called like Four Jacks or something. Like, it was, it was another like, uh, trick of like, um, where you like move four jacks around or something i don't remember how to do it but um those were the only two tricks that i ever learned well enough to like show people Mm -hmm. other than that i never trusted myself to be good enough to like have an audience while doing it and i have too much respect for the craft to be giving away (laughs) secrets right
2: (laughs) not like that one guy who did a whole series of like giving away all Mm -hmm. the trade secrets
0: of magicians david blaine is that him the guy who was, like, think, in the mask or, constantly? Was it David Blaine or David Copperfield?
2: I can't remember. Did I, uh, I'm not sure. All I remember is, like, there was a dude in a mask, so he wouldn't reveal yeah. who he was.
0: Yeah, and, like, my dad would watch those, and I don't, I don't know if that's, like, what mm-hmm. made me... Um, I mean, I doubt it. I doubt that, like, that is the sole reason why I was interested in magic, but, like, I right. definitely used to watch, like, magic shows with my dad.
2: Cool. Hmm.
0: I remember there was this one where this uh, this woman got, like drilled like yeah like with a giant drill huh and then it like lifted her up and she died oh um and then like it put her down and she was fine but like <laughs> sounds... it lifted her up and she died and like that like traumatized me when i was a that kid. sounds traumatizing even for an adult <laughs> yeah. i'd be like um this has gone wrong and she's dead yeah <laughs> yeah so after that um i started like i didn't like when when, like, we would watch shows and there would mm-hmm. be, like, a big machine involved, like, I, oh. I was like, no, I don't want to yeah, watch this. this is too much. <laughs> yeah. oh. After I saw a murder.
2: <laughs> a murder. Speaking <laughs> of murder, no, I don't have anything
0: for that. Um, uh, Roy is going to come Oh, my him. God,
2: he is. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to say, I appreciate that Pam, I guess... That she does tell Roy here that she kissed Jim mm-hmm. in, you know, while they were still engaged, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that overreaction was a bit much.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, it was. I mean, yeah, like, that's not how you should react to anything. Right. <laughs> like, you like, you can't, like, throw things. Well, especially not in, like, a public. Like, breaking break all of things. their crap?
2: That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: I guess, like. Like, how
2: did you. <sighs> Yeah,
0: I mean, like I know that his brother like paid them off, but sure. like how like you are gonna get arrested,
2: right? He should anyway, clearly.
0: Yeah. But um, and he does after uh, after he attacks Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially guess... when like you've had a DUI, <laughs> and like you're probably not in great standing with the law.
2: Right, you should probably not be belligerent and destroying things. Mm-hmm. But um. I guess, like, in a way, it's probably best that she told him there in public. Yeah. Cause otherwise, no, it's definitely like,
0: the, the right thing to do. Yeah. Because
2: uh, part of me was like, maybe he wouldn't have reacted as strongly if he weren't already sort of, like, inebriated. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. Then if they were, like, at home, you know, maybe he would have, like, flipped out on her instead of breaking things in the bar where she could easily escape, which is always sort of a frightening concept
0: yeah i don't think that i think he would have just broken stuff around at yeah. home like i don't think that because like he doesn't try to like he doesn't really take it out on her at all like he really yeah. just like destroys stuff and then goes after jim
2: that's true he kind of but, immediately yeah focuses on jim even though pam's words were like i kissed him or something like that
0: yeah it was it was like i he told me his feelings and i guess i had feelings too mm-hmm. um and so like she definitely is taking responsibility for it in the most mature act in the yeah. show yet. Right. Uh not to like make it, you know, okay what she did or anything, but like Sure. Um she it's it's good that she told him after they've been together for like a week yeah. instead of like like a Jim Waiting thing. until they were reengaged. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> She's like yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah. No I for- I did forget how quickly their relationship is over yeah which is which i'm glad about because you know it's mm-hmm. also very mature like straight away to be like yeah this is over bye
0: <laughs> yeah and it's weird to me that like this whole big scene happens at poor richards nobody yeah. else sees it and like brings it up to jim and karen mm-hmm. like it, karen doesn't really find out about them until um what is it beach day maybe
2: um i think so oh, i can't wait for beach day such a good episode <laughs> but um that does like bringing up karen does make me want to, like, say things about how ridiculous I found it that Karen was just, like, claiming that she had slept with everyone mm-hmm. at the party just to get a rise out of gym? <laughs> like, like that you, is... you think that, like, it Talk was a, a cheap joke? Yeah. No, I just think it was, like the op- <laughs> like, you know, we're saying, like, the most mature thing happened in this episode, and also the most yeah. immature, I think. Because it's, like, why are you trying to, like... Is it her way of trying to get back at him for, like, not telling her about pam or something or like i don't know i don't
0: it does it does kind of have that kind of undertone um i do like i think that we're kind of supposed to think that like oh jim like and now jim's finally the victim of a prank but like Mm -hmm. jim's reaction to finding out like i guess is the only So, here's the thing about pranks. Like, Mm -hmm. Jim's reaction to to finding out is pretty much as good of a sport as you can be. Oh, yeah. Whenever you get pranked. Mm -hmm. And it's still, like, look at this loser. Like, it's still, like, that's why I can't, like, practical jokes and stuff, like, get me so annoyed. Because it's, like, how do you react in this situation? Right. What's, like, the classy way out of it?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like Jim's reaction to, like... You know, the like six other times that she said that she had been with someone, Jim's just kind of like, oh, okay," which I feel like is the reaction like you should have. Like it was before you were together. What does it even matter? Who was with who? You know? Right. So like that's why I found it kind of strange that she was hoping that would get a reaction out of him. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think it should matter. But yeah, like when she finally said that she'd also been with David Wallace, he just like reached his breaking point, I guess. But yeah. But that also would have meant that she had been sleeping with her boss, which is unacceptable despite... <laughs> some of these other people are also higher-ups. So. Right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know, I just, like... And maybe Karen deserves to have a moment of being a dick, because Jim was, like, you know, he's yeah. been a dick since they've gotten together, so... I don't
0: know, I don't know why, like... Um, So, like, there's that scene where Jim's, like, standing across the room staring at Karen being, like, I can't believe that she, you know, slept with all these guys or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I feel like every time that we try to turn the tables on Jim Mm -hmm. or something, like, every time Jim is, is... not the superior person in whatever's mm-hmm. going on. Like I still feel like Jim is too smug. Like he's too <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like it doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like he's being put into a position of like. So like Dwight. Dwight is often the butt of a joke. Right. And like it feels like. Well, like you know he's he's silly and naive and like he wants to believe and like I, I get that and like it's it's nice and cute or whatever but like jim's just like oh this is a big doof like yeah no. i never feel i never feel like well i guess jim isn't all of that
2: yeah i guess or, the, the only time that you kind of like that i have a reaction to like a prank done on jim and I guess maybe it's not even called a prank, but like with all of the snowmen and Dwight like uh-huh. taking it to the extreme, <laughs> like there you're kind of like, oh shit, like things are happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it's true. Usually it's kind of like, it either doesn't work or there's not as big a deal made of it, of like, right. as to pranks going on with other people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. Speaking of like bosses though. This whole thing with Michael and Jan in here just is this, very...
0: We are coming up on dinner party. Awkward. <laughs> oh, well, I can't wait for dinner party either.
1: <laughs> so
2: good.
0: So good. And awkward. But it's
2: just kind of like, you know, Michael just doesn't understand boundaries. And apparently neither does Jan in this. Yeah.
0: This is just like the biggest... It's also... Um. what was I gonna I had this thought like while I was watching it of like oh it was when like Jan um, pulls Michael aside like to the bathroom mm-hmm. and like um, she like starts yelling at him but then like starts trying to like make out with him <laughs> and like I've seen this so much and every time I can't stand this like portrayal of relationships of like yeah. this this, like, weird sort of, like, you're fighting with somebody and then all of a sudden you're making out. Yeah, it and, goes like, into I'm, passionate,
2: you know, yeah.
0: I don't get it. Like, I don't <laughs> understand right. where that sort of, like, blurred line comes from. Because, like, that's the last thing I want to do when I'm right. fighting with somebody. That's
2: what I would think. Yeah. And that's always the thing. It's kind of, like, I guess, you know, there's a big talk in, like, shows and in, in, in pop culture, too, about just, like, what you know, like, uh, angry sex or, like, Break up, you know, like all these different like mm-hmm. levels of, of intimacy that are sparked by some sort of like, you know, emotion that you wouldn't anticipate. Because, yeah, like right. in that situation, like I, she should be yelling at him, not be not like, oh, I'm going to make out with you and I'm very horny now. It just yes. seems out of place, <laughs> just as out of place as it is that that bathroom is clearly has like an accessible window, but it's not A frosted giant window. Yeah. Like, why is this like easily <laughs> filmable? You should not, yeah. I should not be able to see Jan, like, against the door, ready to take
0: whatever yeah. she's taking, you know?
2: It's, like...
0: <laughs> While Michael's, like, what are you doing? Like, he's not even... He's, like, not even touching her. He's, like, halfway across the room being, like...
2: <laughs> well, I just love that he's kind of, like... He's, like... What does he say? Something about no means no or something. No means please don't. Yeah. <laughs> no means please don't. And he, she, he's nearly being assaulted by, by her. <laughs> Uh, which isn't funny, but it's um, <laughs> you know it bring it, you know it's yeah. meant to be comical because typically right. men are portrayed as always you know yep.
0: needing things,
2: yeah. But
0: um, it is Jan is just like so <laughs> like I get I get that it's stated to be obvious, but like she is so messed up.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it, I mean you know luckily she fully recognizes it. You know I like her mm-hmm. quote when she was like you know, talking about the upsides and downsides of <laughs> doing the paper form, whatever yeah. with Michael. She's like, downside I date Michael Scott publicly and collapse into myself like a dying star. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and of Witch. course she has like her it's not like I spiral into a deep pit of depression. It's right. like the most like theatrical, like <laughs> glorious, beautiful of course. dying star supernova.
2: <laughs> yep. It's true. Um. And that's exactly what happens too. She just <laughs> collapse into herself <laughs> like a dying star. Yeah. I do love that yeah. she she also in that same talking head bit is kind of like, Why is it so hard? That's what she said. And I was like, <laughs> Yes. Like that. Because it's true that like when you were around people so much, like even uncon like not unconsciously, I guess you'd say subconsciously. Yes. You like
0: <laughs> unconsciously. Oh my gosh. You take their so... mannerisms and their way of speaking. I am so worried about this happening to me. Like <laughs> this I because like I, I work with a lot of black kids mm-hmm. and they are constantly throwing the N word around just casually. Oh yeah. And so like, I am so worried about like falling into that, uh, because like you start, like you start like talking like the people that you're around and oh, yeah, like, absolutely. um, like I'm so worried about it just like becoming like, like somebody says something to me and uses it. And like, I'm echoing what they say mm-hmm. to like because like to like clarify the point or like to continue on what they're saying and like i (laughs) i'm very worried about that like becoming a part of the echo
2: oh absolutely like yeah it's weird like linguistic accommodation in that way is so unintentional that like you don't find Mm -hmm. yourself falling into that you could easily find yourself falling into that trap of like accidentally saying things you don't mean or like i feel like oftentimes you see people doing something like accidentally imitating a British accent when they're, like, speaking to a yeah. Brit, you know? <laughs> Something stupid like that. It happens that.
0: all the time. Like, I could be watching, a like, The Great British Baking Show and, <laughs> yes. like, start talking in a British accent. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know
0: if, like... I don't know if it goes the same for British people. Like, when British people hang out with American people, like, do they find themselves slipping into American accents?
2: I don't know. I don't know if there are... Well, I guess I was going to say I don't know if there are many, as many British people who are, like... America, what do we say? Americanophile as opposed to Anglophile? but like, <laughs> but I guess there is because like there's a big like New York and Hollywood and crap that's kind of glorious about the United States mm-hmm. from afar. So yeah, I, I, it'd be interesting to know if if Brits just like <laughs> slip into an American <laughs> accent
0: side note, yeah, foreign people mm-hmm. imitating American accents is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world to me. <laughs> it's good times. I had I had a Korean friend in high school, and mm-hmm. like he had a really thick Korean accent. But when he imitated an American accent, it was hilarious.
2: <laughs> like, did he go with the typical, um, like, Southern like cheeseburger? Or did... Oh, and like really exaggerated <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do often. Like. I feel the Brits, you know, I've seen this in like other foreigners too. Like, they really get hung up on the R and like really yes. exaggerate it. Like, so that, yeah, for like cheeseburger, they'd be like, cheeseburger. And I'm like, that's Yeehaw. no American would ever say that.
1: <laughs> you know?
2: Um, yeah, it's funny. It is funny seeing that. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. man.
2: I think i was i think i was watching it there's a video that's similar that's like French. Uh, it must be like through a french youtube channel or something but they were presenting them with like english words from french and they were like how do the english how do americans pronounce these french words and it was just funny because like some of them couldn't get beyond like just pronouncing it like a french word <laughs> so like um i can't think of a good example but um like croissant for example they would be like oh, it's croissant. And I'm like, yeah, in French it is, but not. <laughs> and then some people did the the typical thing with, like, exaggerated R, exaggerated nasals, like croissant.
1: <laughs> it's
2: like, no. If you're maybe from, like, Wisconsin or something, or Chicago, I don't know. But, mm. but yeah, it is good times, for sure. Yep.
0: Um.
2: Yeah, so that... I have to say like somebody's
0: somebody's shouting outside my window. What is it about salads? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen my salad? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Justin, my salad. No, it sounds like they are saying Justin.
1: Oh,
2: that's creepy. Don't go outside. No, no, no. If anyone ever comes up to you and asks (laughs) you if your name's Justin, you say no and run the opposite (laughs) way. All right. Okay. Hopefully they're done. Glad we had this talk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say like on a final note about the the relationship like you know we know having watched the series and obviously like anyone with half a mind can see that the jan michael relationship's doomed to fail Mm -hmm. but the thing that really gets me and the thing that i see like too often i feel is like when couples are fighting and then they start saying things like you know, this was a mistake to be with you. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I shouldn't have signed the paper. But, it, you, know, you know, like saying basically that, like, because if you're in a moment of anger and you, I feel like when you say things, people are often like, oh, I didn't mean it. But I think that that's when you say things that you find the truest. You know, like those are times when, like, your your inner thoughts are, like, coming out. So, like, if you're, okay. like, pissed off in, in, at your partner and you're like, I don't even want to be dating you anymore and blah, blah, blah. I feel like there is no, for me, there would be like a real difficulty coming back from that in terms of hearing that. Cause like, it's different if it's kind of like, you know, Michael, I wish you would, you would, um, pay more. Like why can't you pay more attention when you're in conversation to like, not be telling our boss that we've been having sex in Jamaica, you know, like stuff like that is different than being like, I should never have been with you, you know? Because, like, it's clear then, like, Jan knows that it's a bad thing for her. She knows that she's not in love with Michael. She doesn't want to be with him. But, like, it's just, like, this sort of thing she's doing. And I feel like mm-hmm. I hear that a lot with, like, people, like, couples fighting. And I'm always, like, that's a big red flag to be, like, I don't know if that's good.
0: Yeah. Um <clears throat> Well, in Jan's defense, she said that when she started dating Michael. True. Like, she started saying, like... I shouldn't be with you, but I want to be with you. No, no. Uh, I know. Yeah. Um, in terms of, I don't know, relationships in general, I feel mm-hmm. like, I think this is an issue like, a, I think the deeper, more generalized part of the issue is with like people saying like, um, like I need to find my true self or I need mm-hmm. to, um, like, I I am, like, what is the real me? Like, what is yeah. the true me? And I, I don't know if the answer to what is the real me is as simple as, like, any one side of you. Like, I feel like because you are, a, like, comprised of a lot of different, mm-hmm. like, based on, you know, whatever context you could be in, you could be acting differently. So, for instance, if I'm going to... Um, you know, like, I talk differently at work than I do at home. Mm -hmm. And so, like, what's the real me? Like, the real me is the me who talks one way at work and talks a different (laughs) way at home. But it doesn't mean that, like, the me at home is a more genuine me than the me at work. Right. Um, And so, like, I feel like some people have a... They do have a large... you, You don't think right when you are angry and Mm -hmm. i think that the real you would be the you that has poor judgment and a poor filter when you're angry um but i don't know if that would automatically mean that the real you is one like the like the way that you genuinely feel is the way that you feel when you're angry like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's just one part of it where um you also like genuinely feel a different way when you're not angry. and I think that it it is a, a big red flag. Like it's it's not a good thing to be saying those things whenever you're angry. Like it's not yeah. like that's a that's a big issue in a relationship. If every time that you get mad at somebody, you say like "This is over. We should have never been together." Right. Um, because what you're doing is like taking that one moment and you're generalizing it to your whole relationship. Right. Uh, but you. I don't think that, like, I think that the mm-hmm. the right thing to do is to manage your anger better. Oh, absolutely. Than, like,
2: yeah. Uh, or, like, yeah, remove yourself maybe to, like, cool down for a minute or something. Yeah. But I feel like that, I don't know, I feel, <clears throat> for me, I, I, I really just think it would be, diff- yeah, weird to to have that as your go-to sort of response to things. And I think that kind of touches on the point of, like, something that really, like, frustrates me about some people is, like, the attitude of, like, defeatism. Because, like, if you encounter a problem, the answer shouldn't be to just give up and stop. Which is what that is portraying if you're, like, arguing with a partner or even, like, a friend or something, and you're like, we disagree, so therefore we shouldn't be friends anymore, we shouldn't be together, we shouldn't blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you should be able to or have a willingness or desire to, like, understand why you've found yourself in this situation, like, what you can do to move forward from there because, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of also why a lot of relationships in the current day, like, end so quickly is because no one, no one can compromise and no one is willing to hear another side, right? Kind of like, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's not like i mean like any time that you're being upset with somebody it's because of a specific yeah thing and like if you're not like like that specific thing can be addressed without like torching and burning the whole place down <laughs> exactly um, yeah <laughs> and uh i think that a part of it might be led like um i f- i f- I feel like starting a relationship with people now mm-hmm. is a lot different than starting a relationship used to be. Like, I feel like there are so many, not just like plenty of fish and <laughs> yeah, like, like not just like dating site apps, but they're like, even just like Facebook and Twitter and like just the whole world becoming a place where more people exist. Right. Like more people can be in your sphere. Like, I feel like it, there's a lot more of like a um, designer relationship mentality yeah. yeah. where it's like, well, you know, like there really are plenty of fish in the sea and right. I have this, um, ideal, ideal relationship that I learned from that I learned from TV and yeah, music and pink mm-hmm. and jam.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. That was I don't know. Go that off was on like a tangent the there. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was yeah. my bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's,
0: let's keep going back from that.
2: I did um, um I do wonder if that se- this episode 2 is where Jan was inspired to create her candle.
0: That's what I start. thought, too, when she smelled that candle. That candle smelled so good. She was yep. like, I could do this. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Yep.
2: That's exactly what I thought.
0: Um, that beautiful vanilla.
2: Yep. It smells just like vanilla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did, like, to this moment, the moment where Michael drinks the, the scotch and, like, spits it out. Or, no, he chokes on it. And then, like, is making the scent, like a face that it's apparently like really like sour and doing like the pucker sound. Yeah. Like do you have Splenda? Um, Cause like I can very much relate to that. Like I think now I mean, I don't drink heavily, but like when I drink, I'm less choosy about like what I'll drink. So like, if someone's like, here's some scotch, I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Sure. Um, whereas like back in the day, I remember like going to this one party and uh, someone gave me some sort of like beverage in it had gave me the same reaction but like there's a moment like when you eat or drink something that like is not good that like you can't help yourself like making this weird face about it you know right. what i mean and so i remember like distinctively having like the same face as michael and being like
0: i could use some i could use some splenda Some Splenda. <laughs> although i've never been a fan of
2: splenda so i don't know i, never... I don't
1: know
0: like I, it's um it's funny michael scott's obsession with splenda uh, <laughs> because it does taste like garbage Um, but it's supposedly like 15,000 times sweeter or something than sugar and like I don't really get that I don't really get how How... you're measuring sweetness (laughs) in what measurement of sweetness is Splenda more sweet than sugar
2: I have no idea yeah i well i've also never been like my, i've never been one really to add sugar to anything either like i don't like sugar and coffee so like i mm-hmm. would never put splendor in to see like what the difference would be you know
0: mm-hmm. um i used to i used to put like eight sugars in my coffee and sometimes <laughs> sometimes like i would uh, this i did this in college a lot where like i didn't want to spend money on like a like a like a, a fancy drink mm-hmm. and I, so, like, I wanted a coffee to, like, wake me up in, like, lattes and stuff, put me to sleep because it's basically warm milk. Right. And uh, and so, like, what I would do is I would get a black coffee and I would just, uh, it would just be, like, a sweet coffee drink. And I'm kind of getting grossed out by thinking about it right now. I would probably still like one. Yeah. It's not like I don't drink sugary drinks.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't there's like the thing that's the thing about like coffee in france too because like unless you explicitly order one that has milk it's not like in the states where you just then go to your counter and like add your milk or your sugar and stuff like the default is to give you a coffee with like sugar cubes and so like i would always end up just drinking like the black coffee because i'm like who likes sugary coffee um mm-hmm. until i then had end up buying like you know milk with, with cream in it, which then was the answer to life for a while, but.
0: Milk with cream in it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't I isn't that half and half? <laughs> pretty much. But in France, typically it's like, it's uh warmed as well, like heated. And then you mix and mix it in with it. Oh, mm. I could just go for for a <laughs> grand creme right now. But it's kind of like a milkshake. I mean, kind of, but not as thick, you know, it's not like heavy whipping cream here like (laughs) or ice cream Mm -hmm. um yeah Hmm. uh is there anything else in this episode that happened we have dwight inspecting the entire house
0: that was awesome every (laughs) everything that dwight did was hilarious in this episode i know uh I love, too, that he judged,
2: like, the cocktail party by, like, all the things that he did that weren't related to it
0: at all. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> like, why? Why? Like, and, like, some people just... Some people are such that way. Like, I've yeah. definitely met people who, like, just, like, sit in their big armchairs and, like, just talk <laughs> about things like that. And, like, he just... Like, why? Like, what is the, what is the benefit of what you're doing right now? Like, you're just, like inspecting things right like what's the joy of this you're not even doing it with people
2: (laughs) i know he was almost happier when like the when david wallace's wife just like peaced out and had to go answer the phone (laughs) oh man i do it is slightly creepy that he ends up in the child's room like in a rocking chair (laughs) yeah um oh and speaking of that i have to correct an error i made a couple episodes ago i said that that was rain's son but it's not (laughs) it's greg daniel's son
0: Yes, and I don't know. Is Greg Daniels, like, a character in the show?
2: Greg Daniels, I think, is one of the... Isn't he, like, a producer
0: producer. or a creator? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if he's, like... Like, Because, like, they all show up in the show eventually. Everybody who's involved in making it. I don't know if he does.
2: Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. Greg Daniels... Oh, yeah, so uh, Greg Daniels uh, was one of the folks who adapted it for the U.S. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, cool. But, yeah, it was fun seeing yeah. Dwight, like, I don't know, finding all the flaws, <laughs> even with the woman's, like, <laughs> like, aren't
1: those real pearls? She's like,
0: <laughs> just like I- yeah, I think. Checking hmm. out the chimney. Oh, that Boy, is the I gotta best. I got to check out the chimney. <laughs>
2: David Wall's just like, I was staring at him like, what is happening?
0: (laughs) And, like, he throws the covering down (laughs) to the ground. Not just, like, sets it on the roof. He throws it all the way onto the ground.
2: (laughs) Right. Good thing no one was below to, like, get hit by it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, We didn't talk about poor Richards much. Um,
2: Yeah. I mean, I
0: guess, like, we talked about all the major events that happened. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not too much. Really like them having fun, playing the game I never heard of. That yeah. was it. Chickens up. I always up chickens down chickens. I'm like
0: what? Yeah, I thought it was up chickens down chickens, but apparently it's up Jenkins down chickens.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought it was chickens then. I, I don't s- know what
0: Jenkins means. I don't know either.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't know why how that would ever work for chickens either. But then, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Cool. Um, Any other f- comments about the episode?
1: No. Okay.
2: No. Nah. Sounds good.
0: I feel I feel like... Um, so, like, Michael Scott comes in with a uh, potato salad. <laughs> I, I feel that way every time I have to go to a party. Like, the, I should probably bring something. Yeah. But, like, is that kind of offensive to bring something? So, last time I went to a party, my boss specifically said bring drinks mm-hmm. and I did and nobody drank any of them oh. and so like I ended up taking them home too like she made me hey. take them home and it's like oh so I came here brought my own drinks drank them and then like <laughs> went home with them you tell me that I'm not like that this isn't like some kind of social faux pas <laughs> like yeah. I am never bringing anything to a party ever again
2: yeah no I feel you and like that has happened to me too where I bring things and like they're not all drank. Like by the end, but I always leave them. I'm like, even if people are insistent, like, oh, take these, take these. I'm like, Mm -hmm. nope, you're keeping them. Like I brought them for you. Goodbye.
0: I tried. No, I'm sure you did. I said like, no, no, I'm not taking that home. And then no, no, you are. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) please don't fire me. Yeah. (laughs) How about we just make this a professional relationship?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. That is a faux pas, as you say. Um, but it's true you never know either because, like, because sometimes people are insistent, like, don't bring anything, don't bring anything. But then, like, other people, when you get there, other people are showing up with, like, a bottle of wine or, like, a mm-hmm. something to drink, and you're like, oh, shit. Now am I, like, yeah. am I the one who didn't get the hint that, like, don't bring anything actually means bring something, please? Yes. Yeah, screw like, that. I don't know.
0: I'm not even going to feel bad if you tell me not to bring something and I don't bring anything.
2: Yeah. I guess, like, that happens for me if, like, it doesn't matter for me if I'm not, like, partaking in much. Like, if it's a bring-your-own-alcohol thing and I don't plan to drink, like, I'm not going to bring a bottle because I'm not going to be drinking anything. So, oh. like, it's not like I'm taking from someone else's stock, you know? Yes. Um <laughs> So usually, um, if it's that sort of thing, I, it'll, I'll gauge how I feel in terms of, like, if I'm going to bring something or not. Yeah. But, and, like,
0: she grew up, like, like, she's always been around, like, money and social parties and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like she like gets everybody like a donation for Christmas, like just like real like social stuff. Yeah. And like, I've never been a part of that. And like, I can't like, I get so much anxiety from like being around that kind of stuff that like, to me, it's easier for me to just show up, give like no thought or effort into anything and just deal with the fallout. Right.
2: (laughs) yeah that's fair
0: deal with people being like look at this caveman here (laughs) like (laughs) how unsophisticated yeah
2: that's yeah but um did you have any other quotes that you would like to address from this oh
0: yes absolutely (laughs) pray tell (laughs) It it was it was um ever watch battlestar galactica no then you are an idiot (laughs) (laughs) just <laughs> <laughs> someone who is undoubtedly one of his bosses or something and like he didn't even like wait for the guy to respond like he just like kept <laughs> like this sentence like was one stream of sound yep <laughs> ever watch Battlestar Galactica no then you are an idiot <laughs> D- Dwight does really appreciate uh, his Battlestar Galactica um no but that was it
2: Oh okay. <laughs> I also like I, I liked Michael saying "early worm gets the worm." <laughs> He's like really. And Jim's just like really another worm.
0: Uh, the way Dwight's
2: like, it's early bird gets the worm. <laughs> I just love any time Michael like messes up one of those sayings because I do it all the time, you know. And so I'm like, yeah. it, I really resonate with that. I also liked when he was like checking his breath and he's like let, and it's, like, let me smell. And then after the long exhale, which is the most disgusting thing I witnessed, he's like, mm, good, not
0: great. <laughs> and like, because of the way his like chest is moving, he had to have been like breathing in. Ew, yeah. Unless like he just like lifted his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, but, like I, I feel like he was actually breathing in and like that's yeah. commitment. That's, that is, that's some yeah. method stuff right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is i hope that steve carell ahead of time had taken a mint or something
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or that his breath was actually good not great
2: <laughs> oh man oh when uh when jan jan and uh no, jan and jim what are their names jan and michael are fighting and then afterwards she's like i didn't mean it i didn't mean it. and he, or, uh, at one point he's like well, if that's the way you feel, you have hurt me greatly. And like, <laughs> is like don't cry. Yeah. It's like, I want to, but I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, Michael. He's so sensitive. Poor guy. But uh, that's all I have. <clears throat> Did you have any okay. trivia from this episode?
0: Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Four trivia. Oh, shit okay yeah pray uh i'd want to pull my weight when i do a two-person episode that's good because i did not so here are your intimate (laughs) questions
2: okay
0: uh we'll do some easy ones who was the saturday night live cast member quoted in this episode (laughs) What? (laughs) i Um... love prefacing it as easy and then it being hard (laughs) and then you feel real bad oh no um I have no idea. Uh it was Mike Myers. Really um, when? It was Michael quoted him. Mm, I don't know, because it was like a skit that I've never seen before. Uh, um What does he say? It was like at the beginning of the dinner party. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You, yeah, you know. I don't know. Okay, I'll learn. I don't know. Yeah,
2: I'll have to go back and check out that scene.
0: Yeah, we should. <laughs> uh, what is David Wallace's wife's name? Rachel. Mhm. Mhm. Um, what color blazer was Drake wearing? Drake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wheel, wheels, wheelchair Jimmy was in this episode.
0: <laughs> uh the reason i worded this question the way it is is because of like because of like i wanted to throw you off by like naming a character
2: <laughs> was it like that you
0: might not have been expecting
2: was it like a really flashy blazer is that why it's like his
0: no it's not even like an uncommon blazer color so like oh. i was part like like so you're you have a pretty good chance of getting it right just by like not saying pink <laughs>
2: Was it uh, a light brown?
0: It was blue. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Karen's like, you see the guy in the blue blazer leaning against the wall over there. Oh. That's Drake we used to date.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Drake. Why? Last question. Um, mm-hmm. Why was Jan so mean?
2: <laughs> uh, what does she say? she's hungry no she's yeah. stom- her stomach hurts or something what'd she say
0: she was tired and tired. she didn't eat enough that's what
2: yeah which to be fair that that could make one hangry
0: yeah yeah <laughs> some someone might build an ad campaign off of that they might just um
2: cool i have to try to think if i have any trivia um let us see when Michael's trying to escape from his uh, situation. What does he say he's trying to escape from? For the magic bit.
0: Oh, okay. I'm thinking like jam in the jam in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it, in the cold open. What does he say? Oh, uh, from extreme bondage. <laughs> <Yeah>. Extreme bondage. <laughs> oh,
0: man.
2: Uh, what are the three reasons Jim gives for not wanting to go to the party?
0: Um, he doesn't like talking paper when he's not at work or at work, I think is what he mumbles afterwards. Yep. Uh, um, he doesn't know these people. Yep. Um, he says, did I use the word pointless? Yeah. That's the third. Is that the third reason? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Good. Good. <laughs> um wh- the last question i have is uh we mentioned the 20 20 year aged malt scotch who mm-hmm. gifted that to
0: Ooh. lee iacocca wow i only know that because i mean i probably would have remembered probably <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i totally would have remembered but i did like look up like who the heck is lee iacocca i had no idea um apparently he was just an auto executive like mm. random yeah, like, how, like, why is this, like, a... So, from Dunderpedia, yeah. I know that, like, BJ Novak's dad wrote his bibliog- er, bibliography, his biography. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I assume that's why... I don't know, like, is he famous? Like, is he a famous investor? I
2: have no idea. Yeah, I saw in Dunderpedia, too, the thing about BJ Novak, but, like, no idea. I'm a... I don't know. Like, I don't know if pe- if he was like a big name in 2007, so people would recognize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, like, why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, do you have a Dundee you'd like to give out? Uh,
0: yeah, this Dundee is an it's just an MVP Dundee, the one that I give when I think people just make an episode uh, to <laughs> Dwight. Um I like he is like easily like two and a half points out of my rating for yeah. this episode <laughs> uh, It is probably my favorite dwight episode, really other than like when he's when he's like in the in the car getting the ready end. to sell oh yeah. no, like oh, like yeah. that is also a great like like dwight episode that might give it some competition, but like just from beginning to end he's hilarious in this episode he is.
2: I do like at the end, too, when he, like, pokes his head out after they're fighting. It's like, don't break up, guys. (laughs) How absolutely awkward. Um, I'm going to, speaking of awkward, I think I'm going to go ahead and give the awkward duck Dundee to Toby for spending so much time on that duck just to have Pam be like, don't you have a daughter?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Awkward. Uh, Well, maybe Toby shouldn't be so awful.
2: He should not be, but too late for that. Um yeah, so that brings us on to ratings. Yeah. Ratings.
0: Uh you go first. You've been going last this whole time. Okay. Um, which granted it's only me and you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, this episode, let's see. It was good. It was fun seeing Dwight like mess around. Annoying sometimes with Mike and with Mike and Jan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Karen annoyed me a little bit. Roy freaked out, but Pam was strong. I think this is gonna get for me just a just a three, a three okay. a three broken beer steins at Port Richards out of five.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I like I said Dwight. <laughs> yeah. Just this. Um. He he like he has made like the most of these points but i i also thought that like it was just a funny episode i laughed a lot in it and that doesn't happen like laughing out loud doesn't happen a whole lot now that i've watched it like 21 times um (laughs) sure (laughs) it still happens it still happens it's not infrequent but it's it's less now but uh so i do think that i don't know jim's stupid face is in it uh (laughs) jim's bad karen's not great um and the pam like it's hard to say like poor richards because like pam getting to back together with roy has been a mistake since the beginning but this is the episode (laughs) where she stops that true um so i guess like it's a net positive on that side Mm -hmm. uh and poor richards is fun i like when we're at poor richards
2: yeah Um, we had two different locations Poor Richards, the house it was good
0: mm mm-hmm um, so I'm going to give it a four out of five. Oh. Uh, I thought it was a pretty great episode. The only negative parts were Jim and Karen. Um, pretty much that's it. I think Jim and Karen like kept this episode from being a great episode. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so four out of five. So that uh, brings our official Threat Level podcast score to three and a half out of five of Poor Richard's Potato Salad.
2: <laughs> poor richard's sun-baked potato salad
0: only three dollars
2: <laughs> oh man that's another thing too about michael like don't bring potato salad if it's gonna sit in your car all day <laughs>
0: Good God. i always whispering it i know he's like mayonnaise
2: uh, yeah. you never know
0: i also oh i also we didn't talk about it, i love the logic of like you Therefore, if you come to a party early, you become a great friend.
2: I know. And she's just <laughs> Rachel's still in her robe. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, so
0: don't answer the door in your robe. That's weird.
2: That is weird. Yeah. Like, look at the people. I'll be like, office people already? No. Bye.
0: Just avoid the door like a normal person. Right. Nobody's home. <laughs> no
2: one's home right before this party starts.
0: <laughs> they will either go away or they'll wait for you to put some clothes on.
2: Yeah, that's true um yeah but yeah that brings us to then the end of the episode discussion uh so thanks for sticking around um if you'd like to send us an email you can do so at threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter tl underscore pcast and yeah if you're sticking around then get ready for
0: threat level podcast after dark
1: (laughs) So, this
2: is the bit where we get to talk about what we've been checking out this week. Um, and I'll go first since I'm okay. um, often last, as I've been told. Um, mm-hmm. So, the thing that I've been looking at, and it's not new in terms of like a new show or anything to like life, but on Amazon uh, Prime Video, you can watch 12 seasons of what the hell is it called? Oh, Unsolved Mysteries. Which is so good, and it used to say this was unsolved mysteries. Amazon, yeah, Amazon, Amazon Video. If you have Prime, Mm -hmm. okay, and
0: and like who doesn't?
2: Who doesn't? (laughs) I don't. Can I say that I don't know when I got it? I just have it, which means
0: I'm paying for it. Sign up for it when you were a student. Uh Aha, yes, that's Uh probably why. And I never cancel. That happened to too. And, like, now it's, like, surprise in, like, you know, some random... I think it's, like, December. It's, like, surprise, you just paid $100 right. or whatever. <laughs> that's okay. That's a fun surprise. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to take advantage of it now by watching, like... That's where I watched Teen Wolf a few weeks ago. and Yeah, now it's and that's like, what
0: happens, is you, like, mm-hmm. you take advantage of it, and you're like, well, I'm not going to cancel it. It's only been three months. I'll right. cancel it sometime in the next <laughs> nine months. And then you forget about it.
2: True. Yeah. But, yeah, so Unsolved Mysteries, though, like... I remember, and I feel like this is a story I hear from a lot of people, like I used to get so creeped out watching that alone when I was younger. Like you hear the intro music and it's, uh, it's so creepy. It's so creepy. Mm-hmm. But it's so like, I, I'd forgotten how good it is. And, and it's cool too that like they do have like updates as well so that you can, I mean, I don't know if anything's been updated since like 85. 80- nine when it stopped airing or whatever mm-hmm. but like <laughs> i guess it aired into the 90s but um <laughs> but uh but yeah so you like season one was like in 1988 or something so it's great like looking at people from the 80s but mm-hmm. uh, is it
0: better. is it all true crime or is it like paranormal stuff
2: there is some paranormal stuff too
0: yeah okay
2: yeah just like unsolved mysteries in general i think the majority of it is uh true crime related stuff or like yeah, like, people disappeared or, or they tried to, like, solve a murder and stuff. But I do distinctly remember UFO-type stuff in the past.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah, so I'm on episode, like, three of season one. So, making my way through 12 seasons. <laughs> 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 I'll be done by the weekend. No.
0: Um... <laughs> but it's nice just to... Like, it's like sitting down at, like, a buffet. And it's like, well, I can just... <laughs> I can be here for as long as right. I can be... <laughs>
2: Just stay there forever. Um And the guy, I forget what the guy's name is who, d- who hosted it, but his voice is so calming so it's, like, the perfect show to, like, fall asleep to as
0: well. You know? <laughs> so, like, there's not, like, screaming right no. during the mysteries? Rob-
2: Robert, whatever his name was.
0: But... Uh kind of a I feel like it would be a creepy thing to fall asleep to but <laughs>
2: well yeah I guess I, I
0: get the voice I get the voice is, <laughs> is is soothing yes but yeah
2: that's pretty much what I've been checking out I did go to a cool. I did go to that uh to a concert Lisa LeBlanc who's like uh, she's an Acadian uh Acadian folk I think she calls herself like it's a folk trash Canadian. <laughs> well she's specifically from Acadia which is like <laughs> like the eastern like maritime provinces basically and uh so she sings in french and in english her most recent album is in english so like a lot of her songs and i you know she was singing to a largely anglophone audience so like most of her songs were in english but they're good and yeah her genre is like folk trash so which is what she i think coined or whatever um Mm -hmm. but it's so good so guitar banjo all the good stuff and it was a really nice experience, minus the fact that the weather was complete shit and my feet were soaked the whole time. But that was more my was, fault than, than Lisa LeBlanc's fault. <laughs>
0: Your fault that the weather was
2: wet? <laughs> that I got wet feet, because guess who left their boots in western New York when they came back to New York City?
1: Me! Lisa
2: LeBlanc. <laughs> Lisa LeBlanc. But yeah. But yeah. What about you? What have you been uh, checking out this week?
0: What is the trash part of Folk Trash?
2: I guess like I don't know. I, I think maybe it's like the mix of getting it into sort of like almost like a rocky feel because like there are a, some of her songs are more upbeat and do have like drums and different things in them. So an electric guitar and stuff. So like I think maybe that's it. Like it's a blend of like folk and rock. I guess we do say mm-hmm. folk rock though, don't we?
0: Yeah, like it's weird to me. I that, don't know like, why should call it trash. Like I yeah. can't think of. I can't think of a trash genre like trash metal
2: right no i can't either i don't know why she calls it that probably just to like you know add a new a new uh label to the endless amount of labels that i don't get already in music
0: yeah (laughs) bethany and i were talking about this the other day about how like um like uh it it came up because i think we were talking about the library and how they were like categorizing genres in the library and Mm -hmm. how like things like mystery and like fiction or (laughs) fantasy are like huge like they're just like these giant genres to the point where it's like that's hardly even a useful way to describe something right um as opposed to like video games because for some reason video games do this and like it doesn't catch on in like any other media form where like the genres in video games are often like, a lot more specific and a lot more, like, it tells you a lot more about the game itself. So, like, there's a genre called Metroidvania where, like, it's, like, a game that is, like, it has, like, a nonlinear map that you're pretty free to explore, but there's going to be, like, barriers. So, like, you, okay. you know, you don't have the double jump, so you can't get to this area. But once you do, you can come back and, like, open up uh-huh. this whole other part of the map. Um... And it's because, like, Super Metroid and Castlevania Symphony of the Night uh, had, like, that kind of layout. Yeah. And it's, like... So, like, now... You could call those, like, platformers, I guess, or, like, action games, maybe. But, like, we call it a Metroidvania because, like, that's... It's telling you about the, about the game. But, mm-hmm. like, books don't have that kind of similar, like... This is a... Uh, I don't know like it would it, like i can't think of a, a genre that's named after a book like there's no like right. this is a harry potter fantasy like
2: <laughs> yeah or like this is a wizarding fantasy
0: yeah right
2: no it's true
0: yeah um and that's... music too like mm-hmm. I, I guess music is a little bit better like music has like i mean a little more specific genres than kind than books of do
2: but then sometimes music has genres that are so specific that I'm like, what else could possibly fall under this category? <laughs> you know, kind of like Folk Trash. I'm like, I, I like it, but like what? I don't know that I could identify another group that falls under that. Right. And it's kind of like, and then you have large groups like, you know, I always say that I like sort of, when people ask me what type of music I like, I typically say like indie folk or something like that. But mm-hmm. like indie as a genre is yeah. huge
0: and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense.
2: Right. And folk too is like a huge genre, which includes a lot of like folk singers from the sixties, which I'm sure are great, but I don't know them. You know what I right. mean? So it's kind of like, or like when people say, I like rock music, it's like, yeah. what? And there are tons of yeah. different styles of rock music.
0: What do you like drums? Like, is that the right. defining? <laughs> you like a fast quality? paced drum.
1: Do you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. i really like i really like music that has uh you know like kicks on two and four and the snare on one and three it's just i love <laughs> kick snare um <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah in but like in or like alternative like yeah yeah i don't know maybe just distorted guitars yeah kind of i, I really do love like those big charts um I feel like I've talked about pop chart labs before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a website where you they make big charts, but um, like that, like talk about like what kinds of music came from other kinds of music. Oh, like yeah. I feel like there's a lot of these charts in the world, mm-hmm. uh, but like that's a fun thing to explore. Like oh, Viking metal, like that's cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. And
0: how I found Viking metal, which is a pretty sweet genre. I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that I'll listen to. Often, but it is like I just appreciate the concept of an entire <laughs> genre built around Vikings.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah, trash folk don't really don't really know what that means. Um, yeah. But. But
2: it was good at cool. any rate. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: It
2: was really cool. It it's was an nice, important thing. It was a nice experience where, like, you never know when you're seeing someone live for the first time if you're going to be like if their voice is going to feel like a studio album voice or if it's going to be crap. And like in this, she sounded exactly like she does in like her albums and like, you know, music videos and stuff that she's done. Like, and that's always a really welcome, welcome thing. And I feel like a lot of like, sort of like folk musicians or like indie musicians seem to have that. Unlike, I guess really when you, when you hear like voices that don't sound like you expect them to is a lot of times like pop sort of artists
1: yeah
0: i think it has to do with like how much production gets put yeah. in the voice um, yeah. mixed right. with like is the vocalist talented enough to like be able to like ha- hold their breath right for exactly. a concert
2: yeah
0: um but yeah i don't think i I don't, I don't really mind when like at the end of a concert somebody's clearly like not really hitting all the notes that they normally do because mm-hmm. like that's kind of why i go to a concert is to see like the human side of, yeah, of making the music absolutely um piebald put on like it it was insane going to the piebald concert because like i've listened to their album since i was a teenager so Mm -hmm. many times and like then they played it and they were literally playing the album like it (laughs) sounded like i was listening to the album and it was like this awesome like this is it like this is i'm watching them make the music that i've been listening to forever and like it was just that was a great experience yeah,
2: um, I had a similar experience when Madison and I went to see uh, the Decemberists, like right around the release of. Um, oh, God, I'm forgetting everything. Um, the one. <laughs> I can't remember. The what King it's is called. Dead? Nope. Uh, maybe. No. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Decemberists, albums. Maybe it is The King is Dead.
1: Uh,
2: hazards of Love. Um, so, we went to see them right around the release of Hazards of Love. And the cool thing about their set is that, like, because Hazards of Love is essentially a story that's told chronologically, like, mm-hmm. they played through the entire album chronologically as the first mm-hmm. half of their set. And the second half was just, you know, any old songs they felt like playing. So, it was right. cool because, like, the December sound, you know, like your experience, it, it sounded like I was just listening to the album because it was, like, so close to, like, you know the way that it sounds in, in right. like the produced album, or whatever is very,
0: yeah. it's very, and like cool. that's the like in like it really the cool. Th- you can you can listen to so it's like you're showing somebody a, a, an album for the first time and you're like hey you should check out this cool band and like you play it for them and then it's kind of awkward and by, <laughs> kind of it's super awkward to do that and, yes. and you're like i don't know what to do should we like talk should we like right i don't dude, somebody is always like starts bobbing their head and it's like you wouldn't do that if i weren't like here showing you this <laughs> uh yeah. And but like if you're if you're at a concert, like we all love this band. Like we're here yes. listening to this album and like we all love it. And so there's this energy in the yeah. room that's just like, this is great. Yeah.
2: Um and there it's okay to bob your head. Definite
0: yeah. head bobbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. The flip side is uh when I remember I said it all the time when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I haven't listened to it since then, probably because I felt this way when I was a teenager. So like <laughs> I might feel differently now if I actually went back and listened to it. But Jimmy World absolutely sucks uh, live. Oh um, really? To, but the middle
2: is so good.
0: I song. know and I think I think that like the greatness of the middle. I I also have a thing about people trying to cover the middle. I don't think anybody mm. can cover the middle yeah. because like I feel like the greatness of the middle is just like the way that it's produced and like how it like pulls on you and like really oh, like just like
1: so takes good. you somewhere yeah
0: um and i don't think that you can do that in a concert and i don't think that you can really cover it like if you try to like piano cover the middle like what are you doing
2: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> like you're completely missing the point
2: right um, absolutely
0: if you are listening and you've done a piano cover of the middle or a cover of the middle in any way, I don't have a problem with it. Like I get it. Like covering, like
1: when you cover songs,
0: like you're trying to like, like you're just taking part in music that you love listening to. And like, that's the tradition of music is making music, making the music that you love listening to. Yeah. So like, I'm not mad about it, but like, let's be honest. You're not Jimmy Eat World. (laughs) Exactly. You're not a full band
2: yeah <laughs> that's also been highly you know produced
1: yeah yeah um, but, but yeah.
0: that is a little unfair i haven't listened to them since i was a teenager so like they could actually be good and i just had poor taste
2: i mean maybe
0: oh no yeah i couldn't that's not it <laughs> <laughs> you poor taste i don't think yeah, so no. No. Uh,
2: but yeah yeah, uh, you know, music lots of lots of things
0: mm-hmm. um so for me uh There was a Nintendo Direct yesterday, so Nintendo Directs are, like, these, like, little video events that happen throughout the year where Nintendo announces what's coming up, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are trailers and announcements and everything. And I know that
2: that Smash Brothers is coming up.
0: I was going to say, (laughs) if you have not watched the one from March 8th, I am going to spoil the end of it because the reveal trailer of this game was so good. Oh, man. Uh, But... If you haven't watched the March eighth Nintendo Direct, I'm gonna spoil it, so you should watch it. Uh, but at the end of it, it was this awesome trailer where like Squid Kid or it's it was it was I think they call them Squid Boy and Squid Girl, the two ink mm-hmm. like the two Inklings from Splatoon. Um, mm-hmm. There are a ton of Inklings in Splatoon. I, don't, I get in. I I hate when like I say something and then I'm like it's not right, so like now we have to explain it and then we have to like explain that but uh splatoon the 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 squid kids are going to be in the new smash brothers and it was awesome cuz like they were basically reenacting the reveal of splatoon 1 like they're just <laughs> like running around and like shooting each other and like it looks like a splatoon announcement and um... then like the screen gets dark and then, like, she turns around and you can see the Smash Brothers logo in her eye. And, like, she's, like, real scared. And then there's, like, this really intimidating picture of Mario and Link. And, like, uh, it was, it's awesome. Like, I'm getting chills thinking about this trailer and how great it was. Yeah. Um, no, that's, but fu- I,
2: yeah, I really enjoy Smash Brothers. It's fun. Who,
0: so, so that's what my what my shout-out is, is uh. who do you want to see in Smash.
2: oh man i don't know i thought it was very cool when they released cloud for smash
0: that is probably my favorite character that's ever been released in smash because like it's not just that like cloud has never been on a nintendo console like it's not just that like final fantasy is not really a nintendo franchise especially when smash 4 came out it was like cloud Final Fantasy 7 was initially supposed to be on Nintendo, mm. but Nintendo had switched, had kept going on with cartridges while PlayStation was on CDs. And so yeah. like you couldn't, they couldn't fit Final Fantasy on a cartridge. Um, mm-hmm. And so they had to move to CDs, but like it was this really messy breakup between Square and <laughs> Nintendo. Cause up till that point, all Square games were on Nintendo. Ah. And like, so like it came at a point where like, like that came from like a really sore spot in history and yet like yeah. and then and then he came into smash Aww. and it was like what like like <laughs> that was the wildest smash dream like there's no <laughs> way that would ever happen and yeah. then like it did
2: yeah cloud i i mean i get i really enjoy final fantasy 7 i do think sometimes that people overhype final fantasy 7
0: i don't i don't like i i mean like yeah Shh, yeah i don't i don't
2: like i would have been the just over hyping
0: yeah. thing is like i don't know what it really means to overhype something like i don't mm-hmm. really because like if somebody like just really loves something yeah like they really love it i yes i don't love final fantasy 7 as much as a lot of people do yeah um
2: like i would have been just as happy seeing pretty much any character from final fantasy just because of like <laughs> you know it's something that like I've spent most of my game playing life, playing Final Fantasy games. So it's like cool mm-hmm. to see, to have that sort of connection between like games that I enjoy. And like, I don't know, it would have been cool seeing Squall, for example, too. Like, yeah, there are a lot of things that could be done with him in Smash, I think, since he actually uses yeah. like a gun and a sword. But
0: yeah, like on that um, kind of on that path uh, who I would really like to see in Smash. I, so Gino from Final, from Super Mario RPG would be awesome um but to be honest i always liked mallow from that game more than gino uh hmm. so i would prefer to see mallow but uh the reason i bring him up when you bring up squall is because like super mario rpg had this system where like uh as you attack like right before you attack if you hit the a button you would do like a better attack uh, yeah um and so like i think that that kind of similar thing cuz like squall did the same thing mm-hmm. with his gun yeah. blade um I think that, like, no character really has that in Smash yet, and so, like, that yeah. could really, that could that could be a new character. Yeah. But also, nobody knows who Gino is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm just, like, over here, like, mm-hmm. Gino. Uh-huh. Mom, sure. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. No, that would be a cool little feature to have. Because, I mean, it's true that, like, some of them, they all have their own different moves, obviously, and stuff like that. But, kind of, like, once you've played one person with a sword, you've kind of played most of the characters with a sword (laughs) i feel
0: especially with like marth and roy and ike yeah right they were pretty similar and i haven't played the new one so i don't know how um crom and uh, lucina not crom robin no crom is that his name robin the dragon guy uh
2: i can't remember I'm also blanking on the name of like the the one that I really enjoy playing who has the Shulk Shul- yeah ah oh, that he is so <laughs> fun to play because like that does seem like it take it takes a little more focus on like strategy in terms of like what mode you need to use at a certain time right you know what I mean like in terms of like upping your defense or or increasing yeah. speed and stuff which is which is fun
0: yeah I've never I mean again I've never played Smash Four, so like I've never played Shulk, but mm-hmm. um he is a cool, cool character, I guess. He he, he talks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he's, his his the he's reach, really yeah. feeling it.
2: The reach on his sword too is like huge. So like that's pretty fun. <laughs> um, um, and his counter looks very cool too. But anyway,
0: I am so bad at countering that like <laughs> I will like I did I. Like, Lucario was my main in Brawl. Oh, yeah. And he has a counter, but, like, I never liked it. I, I wish... Like, I liked him so much in spite of... It. Yeah. I, else. I missed
2: um, I missed most of that because it, it oh, crapped out.
0: <laughs> usually usually if somebody has a counter, I'll be like, I'll pick somebody else, but Lucario I liked as a character enough to, like, like him. Like, I oh, picked okay. him in Did spite of that? the fact that he had a counter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. fine. I'll put up with it. Yeah. I'll, I'll have an empty move slot because I'll never use it.
2: <laughs> so when does
0: uh, Smash come out? For- Twenty eighteen. This oh. year. So this is the exciting part of it. Uh, <laughs> that like this is this is the reveal. Like right, like it's March and it's going to come out within the next nine months. I almost nice. guarantee it'll come out in September when the oh. online service launches. Oh, okay. um, I think it's going to be like a you know like we're releasing the online service also smash is going to come out this day or like okay. a couple of weeks after so that they can like make sure the servers are stable or whatever yeah makes um, sense. they're doing a lot of cool stuff with uh so like dark souls is coming out ah. and um arms is doing it and splatoon maybe okay is doing it where no it can't be splatoon um what's another online game that they're doing We'll say Splatoon, anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, where, like, you can, they'll have a weekend where it's, like, download, like, we're doing a network test this weekend. You can download this game and play it online, you know, some kind of limited version of the game uh, for this weekend and see if you like it and then buy it afterwards. Um, yeah. So Dark Souls is doing this network test where you can go on and play online, uh, bef- like, without buying the game. ARMS is doing this, like, tournament, this big tournament. Um and I guess it was Splatoon. It does okay. not sound right to me, but, like, somebody else <laughs> is doing this, like, tournament where, like, you can... um, No, it can't be Splatoon because Splatoon's not doing tournaments. Hmm. Um.
2: Either way, mm. there'll be a tournament or two. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Is Now, for the Switch, there is a screen on Switch, right? Or no? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So do yeah, you... It,
2: do you need like a console, like a TV to play it?
0: No, it's a, so there's like a plastic dock. Okay. Um, and so like it fits inside of it. The console is in the screen. So think like an iPad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But like if you put the iPad on a dock, it appears on your TV.
2: Oh, okay, cool. So if I wanted to get a Switch, I wouldn't need to also like find room in my tiny apartment for a TV.
0: No, and I also love playing it in handheld mode, so, Mm -hmm. um, like, it's just, it's real nice to play on handheld mode. Cool. You're not, like, missing anything out.
2: Well, maybe I'll have to break down and get one.
0: I think you should break down and get one before Smash (laughs) comes out so that you can get Smash and then get smashed.
2: I would, too, because I am shit at Smash. (laughs) think because i play Uh, it like three times a year and (laughs) i forget i forget the moves between then so i'm always like my you know every time i'm playing that it's just like me refreshing my memory of what to do
0: Uh, did you did you play like smash 64 or melee or brawl
2: i've played brawl but i've not not when i was younger Mm -mm. i started like uh like kyle has i think he has brawl or is it melee He is one of them, and so like when we would go over to his uh, his his and Colleen's place, we would sometimes get like play that. Mm
0: -hmm. So this is the one with Shulk in it.
2: Shulk, I guess so.
0: Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So are you saying, are you saying this is a different one from the one that you were playing with Shulk in it? I can't remember. Okay.
2: I can't remember, but I have played some sort of Smash. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm clearly like not
2: a big you know like knower of things if you mm-hmm. but yeah i mean when, it would be
0: cool to play when brawl came out mm-hmm. uh the my my town had like the, the gamestop in my town had like this tournament the, ah. the, di- the night before its release and they were like it's a brawl tournament and it was weird because Brawl, like, really changed the way things worked from Melee. And so, like, okay. you couldn't really transfer much of your skills over from Melee. And, like, it was all, like, mostly new characters. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, I got to the finals in that tournament. And, like, what? I just made this real dumb mistake at the end. And, like, the guy... And then I lost because of it. And uh, and the you're... time ran out. Oh. And I am bitter about it. I was to say, you're still bitter all these years. Yeah, I should have just gone harder. Uh, <laughs> Yeah,
2: no, I, I've always really enjoyed playing it like it's, but it would be cool to be able to, to play sort of like consistently and or when I felt like it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It would also be cool to play it now that there's like a better online infrastructure. Like yeah. Brawl sucked to play online. And so like now that like people actually regularly play online and it's, and it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to get it back and like have, you know, ranks or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if Smash has, like, specific ranks, but, like, you get matched up somehow.
2: Yeah. Not like when I tried to do... Did you ever try to do the online um, versus stuff with Naruto?
0: Yes, and uh, it's just, like, it's, like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like I always got paired with someone like, 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 (laughs)
2: level 99, and I'm, like, uh, oh, shit. There
0: are, like, demons coming from everywhere, (laughs) and, like, everything's turning black, and it's, like, I... (laughs) I don't even know that's what you're doing. Right. <laughs> and I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> that about some I'm rough. never going to learn this game to that level, so I guess I'm not going to play online. Right. <laughs> oh
2: man, I do really like, yeah, there's just something that's fun about like those sort of like versus games like Soul Caliber was, you know, mm-hmm. or I don't know, any of those really. Uh,
0: Soul Caliber 2 had this awesome mode in the arcade where like it wasn't Like, like you would go into the arcade and you would play, it was called conquest mode. And like, there were like four kingdoms Mm -hmm. and you would pick one and you would play like 10 matches. (laughs) Uh, And like, depending on how you did in those 10 matches, like your kingdom would take over territory. And then like the best player in that kingdom would like become like the general of the army or whatever. And so like the last match was always against like the general of that army. Um, and then like, you would also like at the end of it, you would have to like level up your character or something. Like you would put points into different stats. Okay. It was so cool. Um, and it was cool because like it was at an arcade. So like you would have to go there and like be a part of the arcade culture, I guess you would say yeah. like, you know, like here's all the Soul Caliber players in your in your area. Cause they're all coming to this specific arcade mm. to play this, this mode. That is cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. More personable uh, and like forcing you into social interactions
0: yeah and it would be like i remember like one time i was i I, mean, I don't remember the guy's name but like like he would see repeaters because like we would all be coming back there and like so you'd be like facing the same the same name a lot and so like this one time i went in and like i saw him playing and i was like oh you're this guy like you're uh you know like sir richard or whatever yeah whatever your dumb name was <laughs> exactly
2: yeah cool well, that gives yeah. you guys listening, if you've made it this far, a couple things mm-hmm. to check out. Um, and on get that get excited note, for Smash. Get excited when we find out the actual release date. We'll be even more excited.
0: Yeah. But, also, there's this big like debate on whether it's a port or a new game, and like it's a uh, new game, guys. It would if it were a port, <laughs> they would say it's a port. It's heard, a new game.
2: You heard it here first. It's a new yeah. game. Um, but yeah. So on that note, we uh, will. Uh, bid you adieu next time we'll be back with season three episode 18 the name of which escapes me at present
0: i think it's super smash brothers
2: (laughs) the one where they play super smash oh Mm -hmm. wait no that'd be a friends episode my bad um (laughs) it is called the negotiation um yeah so all right Thanks for listening. Feel free again to send us an email, throughout at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, TL underscore PCAST, and you will hear us in your ears
1: next week. All right. Bye. Um, bye.